Welcome to this week's Three Shifts Edition by Six Pages, the source for far-reaching market shifts and what they mean. It's June 26, 2020. Here are the three shifts that you need to know this week. One, Amazon moves into autonomous vehicles with the $1 billion-plus acquisition of Zooks. Two, Apple reinforces its walled garden with Apple Silicon chips in Macs. Three, MasterCard follows Visa with its acquisition of data aggregation API firm, Finicity. Shift 1. Amazon moves into autonomous vehicles with the $1 billion-plus acquisition of Zooks. Amazon has agreed to pay over $1 billion for self-driving startup Zooks, which has been on the market since at least early May. Rumors were circulating in late May that Amazon was in advanced talks to acquire Zooks for as little as $1.1 billion versus Zooks's $3.2 billion valuation in 2018. Zooks, founded in 2014, had raised $1 billion to pursue the development of autonomous technology, a purpose-built autonomous vehicle, and a ride-hailing network. It was one of seven companies approved under California's Drivered Autonomous Vehicle Passenger Service Pilot Program to transport passengers on public roads without charge and with a human safety driver. Zooks had begun testing its technology on retrofitted Toyota SUVs in San Francisco and Las Vegas. Its ambitious plans included a reveal of a bi-directional purpose-built vehicle without a steering wheel this year, launch of a robo-taxi service in Las Vegas, and commercial pilots by early 2021. However, Zooks's future became uncertain with the layoffs of 120 contract workers in response to the COVID-19 crisis and struggles to raise capital. Before this acquisition, Amazon had dabbled in autonomous vehicles with its local delivery bot Amazon Scout, delivery tests with Embark self-driving trucks, and investment in independent autonomous technology supplier Aurora, which is now prioritizing long-haul trucking, not to mention its AWS Deep Racer League. It also has committed to deploying 100,000 electric delivery vans from Rivian by 2030. Rivian has plans to incorporate autonomy into its vehicles. While Amazon has clearly had interest in autonomous vehicles, autonomous vehicle R&D is notoriously expensive. The information estimates that $18 billion has been spent on self-driving R&D to date. Amazon, which has slim margins for a big tech firm, it saw a 4.1% net profit margin in 2019, had shied away from serious autonomous R&D before picking up Zooks at a relative bargain. We are still years away from level 5 automation. Waymo's CEO has said we may never get there. The state of the art is level four fully driverless passenger carrying vehicles within a limited geofenced area and available to a small vetted group. However, we are inching closer to autonomous delivery being a reality, with California recently approving testing of driverless delivery vehicles without a safety driver on public roads. Autonomous last mile delivery will change the game for Amazon, Walmart, and other retailers, as well as delivery providers such as UPS and Postmates. When it happens, it will change the economics of delivery lowering the cost of same-day delivery, and making high delivery density a bit less important. In urban areas, delivery times will come down to under 30 minutes, and consumers will come to expect ultra-reliable delivery and live tracking. Autonomous middle-mile delivery will also have an impact, allowing for more frequent replenishment of stores and micro-fulfillment centers, less inventory per SKU, and a larger SKU assortment. It also sets up the possibility for direct transfer between larger middle-mile and smaller last-mile autonomous delivery vehicles, without bringing the inventory into a store. To read more content related to autonomous vehicles and e-commerce, check out our April 28, 2020 brief, Robotaxi's Local Delivery and the Future of Driverless Ground Vehicles, 
In our March 26, 2020 brief, Grocery Delivery, E-Commerce, and the Renewal of Walmart. Shift 2. Apple reinforces its walled garden with Apple Silicon chips and Macs. This past week at its annual Worldwide Developers Conference, now virtual, Apple announced, along with a host of other updates, that it would begin transitioning from Intel processors to its own Apple Silicon chips and Mac computers, over 20 million annually, by the end of this year. It's a major inflection point for Apple, which has used Intel chips for 15 years and has been working on its own chips over a decade. The transition is expected to take two years. The new ARM-based Apple Silicon chips, which are unified systems on a chip, are expected to see, quote, industry-leading performance per watt, end quote, improved battery life, faster processing, and new security features. Because Apple uses ARM-based architecture for the chips in its iPhone and iPad, perhaps the biggest benefit of Apple Silicon is that it will enable mobile applications built for iOS or iPadOS to be downloaded through the Mac App Store and run natively on Mac computers. While Apple will support Intel-based Macs for, quote, years to come, end quote, it is providing tools now to help developers make the transition. The Rosetta 2 software will help convert existing Mac OS applications for the new architecture. According to an Apple executive, quote, the vast majority of developers can get their Mac OS apps up and running in just days, end quote. Certain applications, such as heavy-duty media editing software designed to also run on Windows, might require more work, though Adobe and Microsoft have already adapted some of their applications. Apple is also offering the Universal App Quick Start program for $500, which comes with documentation, forums, beta versions of Mac OS Big Sur and Xcode 12, and the loan of a developer transition kit. Apple is gravitating towards, quote, universal apps, end quote, that can run natively across all its platforms, and hardware components designed in-house. 42% of the iPhone's core components are reportedly designed in-house, from 8% less than five years ago. Apple's strategy in its consumer business is multi-pronged. Cutting-edge hardware for which it owns the IP and integration, a high-quality ecosystem of apps and services that now extends to the computer, and a closely managed user experience and privacy-centric positioning that encourage consumer trust. Like the other big tech firms, Apple's strategy involves drawing consumers into its ecosystem and keeping them there. The most significant risks for Apple right now are its global supply chain and antitrust scrutiny. Most of its products are made by contract manufacturers in China, but it has lately been working to diversify its supply chain. Apple is expected to extend its relationship with Taiwan-based TSMC, which already makes Apple's A-series chips and plans to open a plant in Arizona, for the manufacturing of the new chips. Apple is also currently on the receiving end of antitrust scrutiny for its practices surrounding the App Store and Apple Pay, which could threaten to pierce its walled garden. To read more content related to Apple and shifting supply chains, check out our June 19th, 2023 Shifts edition, Apple Gets Antitrust Heat, and our April 4th, 2020 brief, Global Supply Chains Diversify Away from China. Shift 3. MasterCard follows Visa with its acquisition of data aggregation API firm Finicity. MasterCard agreed to acquire data aggregation API firm Finicity for $825 million, with an additional $160 million earnout for shareholders if targets are met. The acquisition follows rival Visa's $5.3 billion acquisition of financial data API startup Plaid in January 2020. Finicity, founded in 1999 and one of the early players in the financial API space, aggregates banking and credit data from financial institutions for fintech app developers to integrate through an API. 
The data can be applied to use cases ranging from loan and mortgage decisions to financial management and budgeting tools. Finicity claims integrations with over 16,000 financial institutions, including Wells Fargo, Fidelity Investments, Capital One, and J.P. Morgan Chase, 95% of U.S. deposit accounts, and similarly high coverage of investment accounts. Finicity places strong focus on credit decisions, powering Quicken Loans' Rocket Mortgage, Experian Boost, and acting as a credit agency for some of its own products. The acquisition strengthens MasterCard's positioning in open banking, i.e. the sharing of financial data with third-party applications via APIs, securely and with consumer consent. MasterCard's strategic rationale for the investment is threefold. One, extending its position as an open banking partner to fintechs, especially in North America. Two, streamlining credit decisions and enhancing the ACH and real-time payments experience. And three, using Finicity's APIs and bank partnerships to enable standards-based, permissioned data access. Plaid, in contrast, has been criticized for its screen-scraping practices. MasterCard and Visa are both pursuing a, quote, network of networks, end quote, with the ability to move money anywhere and at scale. Beyond owned network, across borders, between individuals, P2P, for e-commerce and bill payments, C2B, as business-to-business remittances, B2B, for reimbursements, payouts and payroll, B2C, and across different payment rails, for example, ACH for checking, card networks, real-time payments. The network of network strategy means interconnecting with all the financial systems in the world, with a universal API on the front end. MasterCard's focus on expanding its multi-rail, real-time payments network has led it into the growing open banking space, as well as partnerships with fintechs and tech firms. In 2019, it launched open banking services in Europe, where the Compulsory Revised Payment Services Directive, PSD2, took effect in January 2018, and now has connections with over 1,800 financial institutions. It also, in 2019, entered into agreements to buy Denmark-based payments platform Nets for $3.2 billion as well as cross-border payments firm Transfast and bill payments platform Transactus. MasterCard has partnerships with British fintech Revolut for its cards, with Apple on the Apple Card, with Amazon to tokenize customers' card numbers, with WhatsApp in Brazil, and with Samsung on the Samsung Money debit card, among many others. To read more content related to open banking and the evolution of financial services, check out our February 7, 2020 brief, Visa's $5.3 billion bet on Plaid and the pathway to open banking. In our December 13, 2019 brief, tech players expand their ecosystems through payments and financial services. That's it for this week's Three Shifts edition. If you'd like to read more Six Pages content and you're not already subscribed, head to sixpages.com to sign up for free summaries of our deeply researched briefs and the Three Shifts edition straight to your inbox. Keep an eye out for our upcoming brief on which companies may be poised to be the next set of big tech firms. And talk to you again on next week's Three Shifts Edition.